Welcome to the Julie Salant Podcast, the place to reconnect to your heart and live your soul purpose. This is where you will find inspiring information on how to reconnect to your heart, get into mind-body-spirit alignment, and step into your personal power. Together, we will hear messages from the sacred animal kingdom, discuss how to reframe success that works best for you, and learn to step into divine flow, allowing you to do what your soul came here to do. Thank you for being here. And now, let's tune in to today's show. Hey, everyone. It's Julie Salat. Today, I am thrilled because I have Kay Sanders. Kay is my coach, and she is a transformational success coach. Let me just read a little bit about what she does. She's an Akashic Record Guide, international best-selling author, and founder of the Divine Business Academy, and she supports heart-centered entrepreneurs to transform themselves from the inside out so they can step into their own power, releasing the limitations that have been keeping them stuck, and align themselves with their business and their purpose so they can transform their passion into a successful and thriving business and make the impact they are here to make. Welcome to the show. Okay, I'm psyched that you're here today. Yeah, I'm super psyched to be here too, Julie. It's great to be here. Kay's amazing. I just want you guys to know, and I'm just flipping sure. over because I have I have some questions for her. And um, she is, I can't even tell you how great she is. Um, she's been my coach for a short while. We've had some great conversations. She's helped me with breakthroughs already. And what we're going to start off with is, Maybe a little bit about your background first. Let's just talk about how you came to do what you're doing. Well, it's actually a pretty funny story because I started out as just strictly business coaching, nothing spiritual. I mean, I was like deeply asleep in a coma. I mean, I was like really knocked out basically on the spiritual <laughs> level. Um, I mean, I did come across like Reiki and stuff back in 2012 because I was working in a PTSD treatment facility. And that's when I learned about, it was my first experience in uh, personal development and then Reiki. I mean, that blew my mind. I'm like, what? There's energy coming out of your hands. So, I mean, I was like, <laughs> I was like a little kid in a candy store, right? <laughs> but the thing is, I was not ready to embrace that fully yet. So I got into coaching. I started as a as initially like a holistic life coach, but then actually moved into business coaching because I was really good when it comes to the systems, the strategy. I'm from Germany. So I love the processes, right? The whole figuring stuff out, right? But the thing is, when you're off your purpose, the universe has a funny way of telling you that, hey, <laughs> this is your purpose, right? So that's how it ended up with me. Like I was struggling in business. It was tough. I mean, I did just about anything you can think of from system strategies, you know, being out there, podcast, you name it, I did it. But <laughs> I didn't get any results. And then my coach had told me, it was like, you know, it's not about what you do to become successful, it's about what, uh, who you need to become. And at first I thought he was totally bananas. I'm like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> successful. But that's when really my journey of personal development really started. And then 2016, I had quit my full-time job a little too soon because, you know, some, some health issues or whatnot. But then I met a lady here locally who was into the angel. She's a massage therapist, but she's also into the angels. So she introduced me to the angels. 
And boy, that opened the doors for me wide. It was like, I have this picture in the back of my head, like my spirit guide standing there like, <laughs> let me push her through, right? And it was just ever since 2016, it was like one smackdown after another, one awakening after another, one breakthrough after another. It was really mind blowing, which really all led me then to discovering the Kashuk Records which we're actually going to be talking about today, the, I, you know, my guides told me it's basically the oracles of the soul. So I came across that. I learned that. And then even the light language came about actually this year. And that's really what allows me to now deliver or facilitate this deep transformation with my clients, like what you shared earlier, right? It's before it was, yeah, it was great. I was giving my clients guidance on, you know, with the Akashic Records, but it was nothing what it is right now. And it's like really through that divine knockdowns, or I like to call them two by fours, you know, knocked over the head. <laughs> so you finally wake up and get into alignment. That was my biggest challenge. I was so misaligned in my life, in my business. I had so many blocks, so many limiting beliefs. And I had this huge wall around me that, yes, I want to work with people, but hey, don't get close to me, right? Yes. It was a lot of that internal work that I had to do, releasing a lot of the limiting beliefs and doubts and fears and whatnot that allowed me to really embrace who I needed to become to make the difference that I'm here to uh, here to make, like really stepping fully into my purpose. So it was really, it was just, you know, people always ask me, how did I get here? I'm like, hey, it was universal smackdowns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we've had a similar journey because I did so many things as well. And I tried the corporate world for so long and I always tried to fit in and I never fit in because I was always different. And I always was trying to hide myself, but yet I wanted to be brilliant and it was kind of a struggle just fighting yourself all the time. And I wasn't alignment either. And being out of alignment is crucial to you being successful. You, you've got to be in alignment before you do anything else, right? That's, that's one of the most important keys that you can have that Kay helps with. But let's talk about the Akashic Records because I find this fascinating. Can you give them a little idea of what it is and how it works? Uh, yeah, so the easiest way I like to explain what the Akashic Records are is think of it as your soul's library of all lifetimes, where you can go in, you can rewrite stories, you can get guidance, you can find out about past lives, future lives. I mean, I don't really like to do predictions, but you can find out what is your purpose. I mean, how many times do you ask yourself, like, what's really my purpose? What am I here to do? How am I supposed to make this happen? But then also you can get guidance around what are some habits? Why are you stuck in your life right now? What is causing it? Where is it coming from? So it's really like that, that crystal ball that you have a question, you can get guidance in the Akashic Records. Um, a lot of consultants do healing inside the records too. I don't do it per se the way I was taught to do it. I actually use light language for that. But it's really a powerful tool that can help you get into alignment one of the things that I realized is that when I was getting every time when I give my clients a reading when they're getting that guidance and they're really feeling in alignment with that I can feel them shift it's that 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 energetic shift to oh that makes sense this is what I'm here to do this is how I'm supposed to make it happen this right. is what's holding me back you know when you get that guidance when you get the answers it's like then you can't you can't be ignorant the more like oh, I don't know Right. <laughs> right. 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 Now, the only the only downside is that you get nothing but the truth. And sometimes the truth does kind of sting a little bit. You know, it's not that my clients say, oh, this doesn't make no sense of what I just like, Ugh. 
that doesn't feel so good. I didn't want to hear that, you know, because I mean, you know, of course you don't want to hear the things that you need to hear. Right. Right. But it's really a powerful tool that can give you all kind of guidance, can really help you figure out who you are, what you're here to do. I mean, just about anything you can find out in the Akashic Records. And you can ask her questions. She has a list of questions because she has many readings. She has full-blown readings and she, you can ask what she has sample questions and you can ask specific questions about what you want to know and how to maybe get around this hurdle. And a lot of it is sole purpose driven, what you're here to do, what you're here to accomplish. And maybe as you said, what's stopping you and how to get through it. Now tell people what the light language is. Okay, light language is, um, it's some people, they call it also speaking in tongues. It's like really gibberish. You can't understand, but when you're tuning into it, when you're listening, it feels really good. So it's basically, I channel higher beings and the words that I speak, they are transmissions of light codes of healing and activation. Um, so my guys shared with me, because I even asked like, you know, how can I translate so people can understand? Because I've had people before like, yeah, what are you saying? Because I only get like images or in you know like words or things that I need to say or to to let my clients know but I never really understand every single word that I'm saying yes but my guides shared with me that <clears throat> light language is the most basic form of how the higher beings were speaking mm-hmm. and it you would translate it into a, a, a language that you can understand, it actually limits the power of the transformation. I mean, the transmission, because when you hear the words and understand the words, your, your ego limits everything on like, you're just listening to the words. It's just paying attention to the words. Whereas if you just listen to the vibration or you just kind of tune in and allow the energy to do its work, you're really opening yourself up for whatever is intended to do. For, right. for whatever the energy it needs to do to heal you, activate you, release or whatnot. So it really, it is so much more powerful when you don't understand rather than when you do understand. But it's really, it's a way of channeling higher beings and uh, healing and activation. Yes. And when you get the light language, when she speaks light language to you, you can feel the intention behind it. You can feel the power of the words. And when she speaks, a lot of times I can get um, images and I can understand what she's saying, even though it's uh, in a language I don't understand, but she's complete, you're completely right. It's, it's all about us not understanding it, but you can feel the healing and the power behind it, which mm-hmm. is so important. So how, how do you connect to the Akashic Records? If I came to you and said, okay, I want to know what my sole purpose is. How, how does it work? I mean, how do you connect to those divine guides? Uh, well, there's a process to it. I mean, I am certified as a Akashic Record Consultant. So I was given like an, they call it an access prayer that you basically have to read to access the, the records. Or you can come up with your own. I just like to use whatever, what someone else already created. I just read it so much. <laughs> uh, then I don't have to figure out what am I going to say today? So basically what I do is, because I do it in written form. I used to do it as a consultation, like over the phone or Zoom or whatnot. But I really didn't like that because... A lot of the clients that came to me, they were resistant. And by me doing it on my own time in writing, I can bypass their resistance and I get a lot more information that, that way. And then also I have the time and freedom. People are not sitting there like waiting for the answers or are watching me when I'm sitting there with my eyes closed or whatnot. But basically I take my little book, my, my notebook and the question that my clients gave me, I use my, take my little prayer here and I basically center myself. I read the, read the, the prayer 
I tune in. It's also all about intention, really setting the intention that I want to connect with Julie's records, basically. Mm -hmm. And then I just read the records and I can feel the shift when, because when you go into your records, you are accessing a higher planes of consciousness. Yes. As soon as I'm done reading, I notice like, it's, it's kind of weird, but I can feel a shift in the energy. And then um, I know that I'm in the records. Or sometimes I even check, am I in so-and-so's records? And I usually I get a yes. And then I just ask the first question. I mean, I do some some other preparation, call in some more guides, call in like my, the universal consciousness and whatnot. And yeah. all things of light. And then I start asking the question. I just start writing. I just now, writing. now, what's interesting about this is that you have to give her permission to go into those records. Can you explain why that is? Is it, it and how did you under, how did you know that? Did they just tell you that you have to get permission? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a training, but because we have free will, right. I can't just go about and like, Oh, I want to access Julie's record right now. Right. I mean, that was, it would be a violation to your free will. Yes. Right. Yes. So I have to ask for permission that you give me permission. Okay, Kate, you can go into my records. It's the right. same as like, you know, I can't just go into your house whenever I want to. Right. 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 Thing, you know, I would ask, Hey, Julie, can I come to your house? Can I come over? And right. you would open the door. You would allow me to enter your, your home. And it's the same with the records because you have free will. The same as with the right, with the reading, whatever information you get, you still have free will to do whatever with that, what you want. You don't have to take action on it, you know, but it's really, you in the spiritual world, there are limitations. There are rules, you know, just like in regular life, because any psychic, any spiritual person that has some kind of gifts has to get, or they should get permission. Um, and actually, I'm going to share a story with you real quick so you understand why this is so important. There was a guy that I was in a, mem in a mastermind call, a mastermind uh, group with, and I hadn't shown up for a couple of sessions because I was going through some stuff. I was having pain or whatnot. That was actually last year, last year, not the year before. So I had some things going on. I was going through awakening, so I wasn't doing so good. So I didn't show up for a couple of sessions. And then he had reached out to me. He was like, hey, Kate, I tuned into your energy and I noticed that something is up. I was mad because I'm like, this is my private stuff. Wow. All right to just tune into my energy whenever you want to see how I'm doing, because maybe I didn't want you to know that I wasn't feeling good. Right. Right. That's why it's so important that any, any person that has some kind of spiritual gifts should always get permission to before they tune into someone. Okay. When I work with a client, like let's say you and me, were having a session. I tune into you before that's part of the process, right? So I don't ask you, hey, Julie, is it okay if I tune in? Because we are working together. There's already an agreement there that we're going to be working together. Right. But I wouldn't do that with someone that I meet on the street or a guy that I'm dating or whatnot because they are spiritual laws. You have to, you as a spiritual being, if you have gifts, you have to honor that because it's the same thing in, in regular life. There are laws. You can't yes. invade someone's privacy. And it's the same thing with the spiritual, with the Akashic records, with just about anything, you have to get uh, some permission. So that makes perfect sense to me. And I would not want somebody tuning into me either, unless we had an agreement or you ask, you know, have, give me, you know, give me permission before I go in and, and find out what's going on. And what happens if they only give you a certain amount of information for the client? What happens if, is there a, can they give you more than the client wants to know? 
I, I mean, or do they only give exactly what that client needs at that time? It's in other words, is there information that, that maybe I shouldn't know because it might hurt my, it might be too advanced for me. Uh, well, they're giving you whatever is to your highest and greatest good right now. Okay. Um, sometimes I see, okay, well, can I get some more information? I get a no. You, they don't need to know more right now. You okay. know, and then I, well, actually I feel, I know when the answer, because I mean, usually I answer about a, few, a, a different, different questions. And then usually whenever I write about the answer for one question, I have a feeling that when this question is complete, when the answer for this question is complete. Okay. Right? like an inner knowing that okay we're done right now so they're not telling me okay we're done for this one i just know intuitively okay it's done right now and i can move on to the next one sometimes i even ask okay well where is this coming from you know this is the problem so i even dig a little deeper as well and then i get whatever is to my, my client's highest and greatest good so they're getting enough information that will that they need to know right now because sometimes they, um, and I think we talked about that, about your name for your business, right? Yes. Sometimes it's like, you're not ready to get that information yet. Right. Right. There has some, there's something that needs to shift within you first before you're ready to receive that information. Or sometimes I get where the guides say, you may consider this, this, and this, and this contemplate about this, this, and this. Yes. Because it's the person who needs to come up with their own answers in order to really get the deep transformation. Because if the guides would tell you, you have this and this problem, you're like, ah, no, 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 no. This is, <laughs> no, no, you're going in this whole, you know, denial, right? But if they're guiding you, and that's really the, what I like about uh, some of the answers that I get for my clients is it makes them think. Yes. It, it activates them. The readings that I provide my guides, basically the words already activate the healing within my clients. The other day I actually had a reading where they actually shared it with my client that now as you're reading these words, we're activating you to allow this healing to take place, to allow to tune into this so you will get the information. Because sometimes it's more, more powerful when the person comes up with their own answers, but they need to be activated to allow themselves to come up with the answers. Yes. The reading basically activates them to tune into that, to kind of open that door and they just need to, if they're cracking the door open, then the client just needs to go and open that and really discover that. But the reading gives them just enough that gets them on the path for their own discovery. Because once they're realizing that themselves, they're like, that's when the healing really takes place. That's when things start to be released. Right, right. And because so much of this is sitting in our subconscious, we don't realize all the stuff that we're carrying around from the past. And when I, you know, working with Kay, I had literally, I mean, she helped me remove something that I've carried for lifetimes. And it was really strong. In fact, you said, I, you know, you could feel immediately when that had been removed and I, my energy shifted. I felt so much lighter. I still feel different to this day. And I'd carry this with me for a very long time. You know, so these things are pretty profound. They're not small. They're, they're your soul uh, and everything that you said and done for lifetimes is up in the Akashic Records. So she's really pulling out what's your best and highest, greatest good in the hopes that it will help you walk through the door. You have the choice to say, nope, I don't want to hear this. But most of the time I would think if someone's hiring you, they want it. They're ready to hear it even if it stings a little, and then it can sit, sit with them. And talk about your process, if you would, because you, you listen and you get the information and then you send it over uh, typed up 
mm-hmm. to the person and then conversation afterwards. Talk about that process as well. Cause I think that's really important. And then it's the way you do it kind of gives the person time to sit with it a little bit. Well, that's actually the purpose for that because, um, I used, like I said, I used to do these conversations via, via uh, Zoom or phone or whatnot, but then I found that it was very limiting as well. So when I was given the guidance to do it in written form, I, I was like, I jumped on it because then people have something they can go back to. Yes. Right. And the thing is, and I actually had given myself like the bigger readings before about my business. And every time I read it again, I have some new realizations. Yes. Right. So it's like really that blueprint that can really help you move forward. And the thing is, so the way I do it is I do it first, write it up by hand because I can't, you know, channel and then type. For some reason, I have to, <laughs> so I need to hand write it first, right? Yes. It's like a big reading. It's like me writing for two hours, right? And then cramping up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I type it up or I speak it into, actually, I use Google Voice so I don't have to type it up. And then I send it to my clients and then I tell them, look, schedule a call for us to have a session to go over the reading. But, you know, usually I tell them, give it a couple of days. So you have time to print out the reading, to sit in quiet, to to take a highlight, a highlight, whatever comes up, but also to be open to the information. And funny enough, basically every one of my clients, they're missing the most important things about the reading. Really? Oh, yeah. Because it's the things they don't want to hear. Oh. <laughs> shifts, and that's, that's actually the reason why I have the cost because I can just send them the reading. But basically every one of my clients, I realized that when we had the call to go over the question and the answers together, I remember there was one client, there was one very important thing she needed to know. And she just barely touched it. Like, oh yeah, I read that. I'm okay, let's go on the other one. I'm like, how did you know? Let's go back to that one because that's the most important part. So I've, I've caught so many of my clients that really miss the most important part or they kind of jump over it because they don't think it is important, but that's the most important piece yes. to the change. So basically I go through the reading with them. I answer any questions. I give more guidance. Sometimes I have more stuff that's coming through since I'm already connected with them energetically. I have intuitive hits. So I shared it with them. Sometimes I even feel guided to do some light language healing around a certain a certain aspect if they need some healing. I even sometimes feel guided to record a light language healing and send it with the reading if it's really beneficial. If it's something about a healing, I know one client, I, she had a past life that really affected her in this life. So I was guided to do a light language uh, recording and I sent it to her. I told her, look, listen to that for seven days. Then we have a session. She actually waited like over a week to have a conversation because it triggered her quite a lot. Wow. At first I felt bad. I was like, oh my God, I didn't mean it because she actually took off for a couple of days. I didn't hear from her and she like totally went into hiding. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) But she actually mentioned to me that she has been with a psychic for many, many, many years and never had these profound changes or uh, even though she was triggered, it was the biggest healing and biggest breakthrough she's ever had. And just because of the reading. So it brought up a lot of stuff that she really had to digest, but it also got her thing and she, it also helped her release. Right. So even though she had some, was really majorly triggered, the reading helped to release something like what you shared about your story. It was the same thing for her. And she just did the reading. Right. Yeah. Um, 
during the conversation, then we did some more healing, some more light language to really help her release that. But basically the, the conversations afterwards is really to make sure that my clients really get the most out of the reading. They really understand the deeper under, the meaning of the questions that they asked, the, the answers that they were getting, and they're not missing the most important ones. And mm -hmm. then of course, you know, we, you know, from there, we just kind of like talk like what, what else needs to be done? What else can we do? How, how else can we work together and those type of things? Right, right. And as Kay was saying, she helped me with the biggest release I've ever had. And it was something that really affected my whole being because it was subconscious. I didn't realize that it was, it was there. And so you can be carrying a lot of pain or um, doubt or fear or frustration that you don't even realize in your heart. And it can affect your whole life because of the energy that it's bringing with it, which can be negative, that she can help you release. And then with the light language, the healing is also just, it's just kind of like a bomb. I always think of it like a bomb. It's just very warm and relaxing and it just makes you feel good all over. And it helps with the releasing of all the stuff that's coming up to the surface. But talk about, I know that now people, I mean, they're probably thinking, well, is this personal? Can I ask personal questions? Can I ask business questions? What if I just want to have some answers about my business? Like, am I doing the right thing? Or is my name right? Or um, how can I get more in alignment? Do these readings help with that as well? Or is it strictly past life and personal stuff? No, it's, I mean, I focus a lot on the business side. So basically everything you just shared about who's my dear client, what's my core message, what's name. I even have a reading about branding. I have a reading. I mean, they're not on my website because I usually use them for my private clients, but I have a reading about your signature talk about uncovering, like, who are you at a soul level? Then I have one about writing your book. So, you know, if you want to write a book, if you want information about that, I can do a reading about that. So most of my bigger readings, they're preset questions. They are more business related, but then I also have like a five question reading that if you want to just want to find out about health or wellness, love or whatnot, you can ask that too. So it's like a kind of like a taster kind of package where people can ask whatever question. The only thing is you cannot ask about another person. So for example, if you would want to know about your husband, only as it relates to you, you can ask, what am I supposed to learn because of him? What is most important for me to know about the relationship with my husband? Okay. Um, is he uh, my soulmate? Something like acid. Because the thing is, the Akashic records, they are your records. Right. Not from your husband, not from your you know, spouse or whatnot. So the thing is, in order to get information about your husband, I would have to access the husband's records with their permission. Right. So you can ask about how can I make this relationship uh, work better or even health wise, you can ask like, how can it be more healthier, more vibrant, uh, you know, whatever. But the thing is, the point is it has to be about you, but technically you can ask about any question or any, any question about any topic that you want to have guidance on as long as it is related to you. Another thing is like I do is a lot of readings around financial abundance. A lot of my clients that come to me, they have money blocks. They have financial challenges. They're not making enough money in their business or they're always struggling. They're having a bad relationship or negative relationship with money. So I can do a reading around that as well. Where is that coming from? Usually that comes from a past life. Yes. I know for me, I had many past lives actually where I was poor, beaten, 
uh, hungry. Uh, I One time I think I even died because I was out in the cold and I didn't have a roof over my head. So in wow. those past lifetimes, you know, I learned certain things that it's really hard to make money. So when I was in my business trying to grow my business, that's why I was struggling so bad because I had so many past lives that were negative around money. I even had lifetimes where I was a princess, where I was rich, wealthy, but evil and didn't, you know, didn't enjoy life. So I remember there was one lifetime when I was a princess and I had a whole lot of money, right? Yeah. But I was not able, I was not allowed to live my purpose. I was also more going into town, uh, telling stories, basically a speaker, public speaker, uh-huh. right? People always came to me. So I was also kind of like a coach in that past lifetime. But the thing is, I was not allowed to do that. I was not allowed to live my purpose hmm. because of my status, because I was rich. So guess what? This lifetime, it showed up. Right. So it's like, but the thing is, you can ask just about any questions in the records as long as it is about yourself. What about pets? What about pets that have passed on that have, if they still have a message for us, are they included as well? Will they come through? That's something for you because you're, you're an animal expert. I don't do that. I'm not sure. I mean, from what I learned in my training, yes. Everything has a has a record. Your business has a record. I have opened my the record of my business before, but since I'm basically my business, it did, I didn't really. It wasn't a big difference. But let's say if I would go into a corporation, I could technically open, which I've never done, and I have no intention of doing that. Uh, well, maybe in the horizon, <laughs> but I could open the records of the corporation and give guidance around that. Animals too, but like I said. You're the animal. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's not something that I would specialize in. I really specialize in solo entrepreneurs, money, you know, business relationships, those type, I mean, not relations, business and those type of things. So with this one person, not, you know, animals or so, that's not really my lane. I gotcha. I gotcha. (laughs) It's so, it's so interesting because I know that one of my ancestors took a vow of poverty from a past life because of the Salem witch trials. And so when his father was killed, they took everything. They took the house, they took everything and they gave pretty much nothing back. So, and then on top of that, at that time, the church demanded that every time you go to church, you have to give money. Well, money was very scarce back then, right? So they didn't have much. So he decided since the church killed my father, I'm not going to give you guys anything. So every time he, he wouldn't go to church, they give, you know, tag him with another bill, another bill until finally he had lost everything. So he took a vow of like, I, I'm not giving you guys anything. And that has affected me. That came up. I had to release that myself. I've done a lot of work as you have over the past few years around money blocks. And I'm telling you probably six years ago, I didn't even know what a money block was. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know I had it. And, and a lot of this as you can explain, um, comes from even just your parents, these are just things that you've grown up with. I'd love it if you'd just share a little bit about that because it's it's huge. Everyone has money blocks. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't care. I've never met anybody that doesn't have a money block. And again, this is a lot of subconscious, but if you think just back to your parents, money doesn't grow on trees, you guys. All the things that we say, those are actually blocks. Can you explain that a little bit to the listeners? Yeah, I'd love to. And I mean, it's also society that teaches us that, you know, we got to be money's hard. Yeah. yeah. Making money is hard. Yeah. For me, the biggest challenge was when I came to, to the States, I mean, I'm from Germany. So in Germany, it, the whole, I didn't have money problems back in Germany. It started when I came here and really? I, yeah. 
Because in Germany, when you work, you don't have to earn your vacation time or sick time. When you're sick in Germany, you just, you still get paid. You take a sick day, right? Oh. It's not, you don't have to accumulate sick days. Oh. You don't have to accumulate vacation days. At the beginning of the year, you have so and so many uh, uh, days of vacation time that you can take during that year. Okay. Here, you have to work yes. to accumulate both yes. sick leave and uh, vacation days. That was a big one for me. And I mean, I had health problems. You know, I was like, you know, I have like when I first got here, my ex, you know, treated me really badly. I was having health problems. So for me, it was like, I reprogrammed my mind. Like, I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. Because it was like, I didn't want to overspend it. So I just said, well, I don't have money. So I wouldn't go into what well, I have abundance of money. I can just spend it. Right. It was a weird thing. But the thing is, you know, as you were saying, you know, the parents, um, it's not just the parents, but it's society from early on. It's your family, your friends, the things that you're experiencing. Like my money block wasn't so much from my parents, actually. My money block was because my uncle, who was very rather wealthy at that time when I was a kid, we always went there. He was one of our favorite uncles and stuff. And whenever we went there, he was always working. Okay. Right. So he only came upstairs. So he had a, his home office and he only came upstairs to just have some coffee real quick, have some cake and then talk a little bit. And then he went downstairs again. So we spent time with my aunt, his wife, and she was one of those, well, I wore my husband's, you know, uh, money on my shoulder, you know, it's uh, kind of like yeah. people wear, you know, husband's ranks. Yeah. So she was, she was very snobby. So guess what I learned? Rich people are snobby. They look down on you. They have to work a whole lot. They can't spend time with their family. Wow. I found out about that last year. I didn't even think about that. I was wow. three, two, three, four years old, right? Wow. It just, that money block was showing up now. But your money blocks, they can come from anything. Like, let's say your parents always said, well, we don't have money for that. This is too expensive. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't buy that. That's for rich people or rich right. people are evil. Right. All of those different things. Money's evil. Exactly. Money is evil. The thing is money is not evil. Not. Money is energy. It's what right. you do with the money that and how you react to that. And your you relationship have... with the money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then the thing is then you have those, you know, those those big guru, I mean not those rich people that are appear on TV and you're like, I don't like him. He's evil. Or on TV, TV shows, right? You yes. see these rich people that are driving around with these fancy cars and like basically spitting at the lower people that, you know, the, the poor people, whatnot. So you're being programmed from day one. Yes. And the yes. thing is, whatever you pick up from the age of like when you're first born until seven, that's what really sets you like it, it programs you because i mean you come to to this world you know you're basically a blank slate right? yes computer brand new computer out the box no programming on it <laughs> and then you're getting all these faulty programs yes so then you're running at, on those faulty programs i mean if you have a virus on your computer is your computer going to operate at 100 percent? no nope same with you you have all these faulty programs that are going to affect how you show up in the world, what you believe about yourself, how you see yourself. Do you see, excuse me, do you see yourself as abundant or do you see yourself as like, well, I got another bill here. I don't know how I'm going to pay that. I'm just going to put it aside. I'm like, oh, another yes. bill. Or yes. another, another credit, you know, uh, um, a collection agency calling. Yes. So it's like how you react to money because money is just, it's, it's a paper. I mean, it's like, this is a paper, right? Right. If you right. think about it, money is just paper. It's right. the meaning we put to it. I mean, I can say, this is money, right? This is a big paper. This is this. I can put the meaning to it that this is money. 
I mean, other people don't believe it, but right. You know, right. But it's just the meaning that we put on money and it, 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 but it's just, it's just energy. It's just paper. If you think about it. Right. But it's just like, it's these blocks that we're having. It's, it's, just basically determining everything, how we show up in the world, the success that we're achieving, the success we're not achieving, we're trying to achieve, uh, the actions we're taking, the actions we're not taking, are we really stepping outside of our comfort zone? It really has a lot to do with the blocks that we carry around. And unfortunately, a lot of the stuff is also from, you know, like I said, past lives. Now, I do want to say, though, you always have a choice to step into your power. Because I was yes. just going to bring that up. I was just going to bring that up as the next thing to talk about, stepping into your power. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Easy, said, easy, sometimes easier said than done. As I, oh, as. It's, <laughs> it's a process. But the thing is, you know, I always, like I had a conversation with one of my healing ladies before. She did a, a reading on me and she was like, well, I just did the healing. And then your, your ego, I mean, your higher self came in and totally blocked it. I'm like, so you're telling me that I'm basically fighting an invisible force. You're telling me I have all these things happening from a past life that are affecting me today. So you're telling me I'm basically, I can't win because I'm fighting an invisible force. I did not want to believe that. Mm -hmm. So yes, I do believe past life things can affect you. However, what you believe right now sometimes can mean a lot more if you just totally throw out the belief that I, I have no money blocks. I'm fine. I can make money. I am good enough. I can do this because there's so many people out there, right? Those left brain people, right? Yes. Left brain people. Yes. They're so ignorant to the, and I'm not trying to say that like in a mean way, but they don't know about the spiritual stuff. They don't believe in this stuff or they're not, you know, taking time to really dive into that stuff. So they're literally ignorant, right? Right, right. Like, with all that stuff so they're just going out there they're making stuff happen right because right. they believe they can do it right however right. in the spiritual community the more you learn about these things you know the more it comes up and then you're like well i got money blocks you know i gotta work on myself you know oftentimes and i've had fallen into that as well we often spend so much time on healing ourselves fixing ourselves but there's nothing wrong with ourselves right right we gotta step in our power and say you know what Yes, I have stuff going on from past life, but I am not going to let this affect me. I'm going for what I want. I believe I can do it. I deserve to have this. Right. Right. right? That's the big thing. You can be disempowered and be the victim. Like, well, I have all this stuff from a past life and from a past, you know, my past is so crappy and I learned all these different things and I can't make money and money doesn't grow on tree and yada, yada, yada. Or you can say, okay, I acknowledge that, you know, I have some baggage from a past, you know, past life or even this life, but I choose to look at things differently. Mm -hmm. I choose to believe that I have the power to make this happen. I choose to believe that I am way good enough. I mean, I'm good enough to make this happen, that I bring something to the table that can really help a lot of people. Yep. When I first started my business, yes, I had money blocks. Yes, I had stuff from a past life, but I didn't believe in myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that I deserve. I didn't believe that I can do it and make it happen. It was not until I shifted my be belief and really stood in my power and really claimed that, you know what? Yeah, I have stuff going on. I'm working on myself, but that is not keeping me in this victimhood. It's helping me step into my power and move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As soon as I did that, things, things started to shift because your vibration shifts. Vibration changes. 
Right. That's the big thing. Your vibration changes and then you are moving forward. You still, yes, you always need to work on yourself, develop yourself. You know, the more you can, you know, release stuff from a past, great. But the thing is, you're not fighting that invisible force. Right. You can let, you still can have, because the thing is your soul, you've probably, probably had like over 200 lifetimes, 400, 500, who knows, right? Yeah, right. So, do you want to go through each and every one of the lifetimes and clear up the, the, the crap that's there? No, because you don't need to. Right, right. But so many, and I see that so often where people release like, well, I have all this stuff that I need to heal. I need to heal myself. I need to fix myself. There's nothing wrong with you. Right. Believe set. Right. Change your beliefs, change the way you, you, you talk about yourself, the way, what you believe in yourself, and then all stand in your power and go for what you want. Believe that it's possible. Believe that you deserve to have what you do and then take aligned actions. That's really the key word here is not just going out and doing whatever you think is the right thing to do, but whatever feels aligned in alignment with what you want to create, with who you are. And it just really feels good to you, not forcing yourself to do something. That's really the secret sauce is taking those aligned actions as you're standing in your power and going for what you want. So how do, you, healing. how do you take a lot? How do you take aligned action? Like what's the difference between aligned action and any action is aligned action. Just when it feels really, really good to me that I know that this is the right thing for me and my business. Basically, because okay. the thing is, so let's, let's talk about, you know, growing your business, for example. I mean, right. how many strategies have you heard about? Oh, a lot, this, right? It's insane. How many there are. Exactly. Now, the way you determine which one you should take is uh, one of the extras I like to do with my clients is right. You want to use your ego mind for that, your brain, right? That the yeah. conscious, you know, that the conscious mind, you want to write everything down, all the strategies that you think you could be doing that not should, but could be doing. Okay. And then when you have that list, even if it's 20, 30 things, it doesn't matter, whatever, even things that you had thought about at one point and just kind of put aside um, and maybe you felt it was too big or whatnot, you want to write everything down. Okay. And then you want to tune in for each one. And like, does that, do I really want to do that? Does that feel right? Because then you want to actually drop into your heart first and really connect with you, with, with, with who you are and then turn off your ego, tell it, you know, go have a timeout and then you tune in like, do I really want to do this? Can I see myself doing this for a very long time? Does it excite me? And you go through the list, wherever you say like, nah, that that's, doesn't feel like a right now. I mean, maybe later, but nah, I don't want to do that right now. Let's say you want to do a podcast, but then you're like, then I got to do like weekly call, weekly interviews or, you know, all that extra stuff. I don't know if I want to do that. You just cross that out. You don't want to disregard it because maybe it's a yes for later. It's just right. not a yes for right now. Right. Whatever, wherever you get like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. Like really get excited and you get that, you get all antsy. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Even the things that really scare you, you want to tune into that too. And if you get that really, that, that, that bubbly feeling like, oh my God, this is really exciting. Yes. It's like so big, but you know what? It's really exciting. Yeah. That's what you want to go for. Because when you take action on those things that really get you that excitement, yeah. you also want to check in with yourself. What well, if it's something that's going to take a very long time? Let's say a podcast. It is something you would have to do consistently for quite a while to get the traction. You also want to say, do I really want to do that? Is it exciting right now? Is it still going to be exciting in a month or two or three months, especially if I don't get the traction? That's what you also want to check into. So, mm -hmm. But when you get that feeling that, yes, you, you just know. Yeah. 
that's what it, what it means taking aligned action. Because when you take action on that, then you get the results. Whereas if you take action on something you think might be the right thing to do, that's usually the thing that is not in alignment and it's not going to get you the results. And it, it can be, this is one of the first exercises that Kay did with me. And it's important that you know that if you're doing, if you've been doing something for a while, it doesn't mean, and even if you haven't getting results, let's just say you've been doing podcasting for a while and you're starting to get results, you're starting to get traction, but you feel that it might be too heavy. Like the schedule is too, my schedule was too heavy. I was, it, it turned into something that kind of took over my whole life. It was kind of like, I'm doing this and I love doing it, but it's now become a job and I have a lot of other things that I really, I want to be with the horses. I want to be doing all the light language. I want to be, I want to be coaching. I want to be at retreats instead of in my room. And so you do, you have to, you took me through that process. So I guess what I'm saying is you might've been doing this for a while. It's okay because this is what you said to me, Kay. It's okay to change gears. It's okay to pivot. It's all depends on how you feel about it right now. You have clients that have said to you, what I have too much, I've been doing this for too long, Kay. And I'm just, I mean, I'm not getting great results, but I'm getting some results. So how can I just throw this away? Have you had people say that to you? Yeah. I mean, I think even you were a little reluctant at first as well. The thing is you grow every single day. You grow. When you have a feeling that, you know what, it's not feeling right. No not more, fun anymore, maybe. Exactly. Then it's a good indicator that it's maybe not in alignment with you no more. Now you need to make room for the new and better. Yes. You want to evolve. And sometimes that means letting go of something old. Right. I mean, sometimes you just want to, you know, buy a new car, right? Sometimes yes. You buy a new wardrobe <laughs> because you realize that, hey, those pants I wore them for like ten years now. They're like falling off my, you know, of my, you know, my hip or whatnot. Maybe it's time I need to buy a new one. But no, I've worn them for ten years, right? Yes. It's the same thing with your business. You gotta be okay with letting go because letting go doesn't mean that you're giving up. It means you're evolving, right? Because when you, you know. Going back to your example, you were so busy doing your podcast that took so much time yes. out of your day. Now, if you would cut that back or let it go completely, it would open the doors for so many new opportunities. And we're, we're already talking about you have a new opportunity that you can evolve, can evolve on, right? Yeah. You want to do retreats. Well, yeah. if you have something that's so keeping you so busy, you have no room to do what you really want to do. It's like that excitement, right? right? You get excited about doing the retreats. Well, if you're stuck in your room doing podcasts all day long, yeah, it doesn't work. So it's okay to let go of something. It doesn't mean that you're failing or that you are giving up or whatnot. It does not mean that. It just means that you're honoring yourself enough, standing in your power, saying that, this is not what I want to do no more. I'm going to let that go because I want to make room for something better, something bigger. Because yep. if you keep holding on to it, you're holding on to a part of the past that no longer serves you no more. Right. It's simply, that doesn't fit you no more. You right. want to let go of that. And it's, I mean, I've had, oh my God, how many shows have I had? I started a show in 2016. I lasted six months and I got fed up with it because it was too much, too, just too much, too much work and I didn't get anything out of it. Then I did... I had played around with another show that I never started. And I had another one last, last year that I, I think I lasted also like only half a year and it was not in alignment, but I have, was going through so many awakenings and so many shifts in my business that 
it just didn't feel right no more. I didn't get no more uh, good, uh, good um, experts. Yeah. None of the experts were sharing it. I'm like, this is a sign. So yeah. I was like, okay, I can now feel bad about giving up another show. Yep. Or I can be okay with it and say, well, something better is going to come. Right. This is simply, I mean, there was a sign from the universe that I was getting real estate people that want to come on my show. I'm like, that had nothing to do with that. I mean, it was totally, uh, you know, That's... not what I was doing. My show was abundantly successful show. It was for entrepreneurs about spiritual stuff. It was abundance. Whatnot. It did not match. So I'm like, this is not working. Then the experts didn't share. I'm like, okay, this is a sign. Right, right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. And I needed to because it was simply not the right time for me. But now guess what? I had an amazing idea for a show that really is in alignment with what I'm here to do, what is in the alignment with my next step. Right, right. And that's exciting. Yeah. You know, so you want to be open to taking step for, steps forward. Right. You can't stay still because if you stand still, then your growth is stagnant. So if you're in a business right now and nothing's really moving, you may want to look at where are you holding on to stuff that is not serving you no more, that is not in alignment with your mission. Your And I think that's another exercise we did before, but yes. figure out your mission and whatever you do every single day has to be in alignment with that mission. If it's not in alignment with your mission, then it's not, it's not a good fit. Right, right. right? And it's okay to let things go because I was that person that would be like, I put so much time into this and I'm going to feel bad about it. And I'm going to feel like I failed when really that's just not the case. It just, sometimes they always say people come into, you know, into your life for a reason. And so do business processes or so, you know, you start your business and you know, you evolve, as you said, you grow, you might be doing one thing, but then you tried something else and it's like, Oh my gosh, it's so much better. And when we did this exercise, she said, and I felt it, my whole energy just shifted to like, woohoo, like, okay, wait, I have all this time. I can do all this other stuff. Wait, wait, this is good because I like what I do and I love talking to people and I'm genuinely interested and I'm not ready to give it up completely, but I've cut down to about 50%, right? So that frees up a lot of time where I can do other fun things and I can coach people and I can talk to horses and talk to Kay. So it's, it's all good, right? It's all fun stuff. It has to be aligned action is, I guess, the most important thing. And a lot of people yeah. don't get that. Yeah. And also, you know, what you just kind of say, uh, shared, you know, it was like kind of like you were waiting for someone's permission. Instead kind of, of yeah. Permission. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's your business. Give yourself the permission. I mean, you get to decide the business that you want. I mean, you chose to be an entrepreneur for a reason, right? Right. Yeah. So you want freedom to do whatever the heck you want to do, right? Right. However you want. I'm not like having someone behind you back, like you got to do it this way and you got to do it that way. You can't do this and whatnot. So you can give yourself the permission. If there's something, even like, let's say you don't want to work with a specific client, you can say no. You can give yourself the permission. I'm giving everyone that's listening right now the permission to give yourself permission to do whatever you want to do, whatever you don't want to do no more. Let it go. Whatever you do want to do, do it. If it's an alignment, if it feels good to you. Right, right. And that's so important what you just said, because we were talking about this the other day, you know, you can get clients and you can talk, talk to a prospective client, but if it's not a fit for you, it might be a fit for them, but if it's not a fit for you, don't do it. And it's not about the money. It's about how it feels inside. Sometimes it's not 
it's not my zone of genius, right? It, it's not, this is not what I do. I've had, like you said, real estate people. It's not that I don't want to work with certain people, but maybe I'm only, I'm better in this area than this area. So you have to be a little bit aware of not just about them, what they want, but what works for you. What makes you happy? Because we're all here to do what's for the highest good of everybody. And so the people that you're serving, you want to do the highest and best work that you possibly can. So that needs to be an alignment for you too. Don't count yourself out. Put yourself, you're in the game too. It's important. You're giving the service. Exactly. It has to feel right because if you say yes to someone that is really not a good fit for you, it's going to turn into a job for you. Then you're going to resent that client. You're not going to want to work with the client anymore. And then you're going to be like, I don't like this no more. Screw it. I give up. Right? <laughs> and you do that, you know, cause it's your business. It's your baby. You want to nurture it. Of I mean, course. would you give your child something to eat that it doesn't want? That's not good for it. No, no right? that's baby. silly. It's your baby. You got to nurture it. You got to, you know, and do the things that feel right. So that's like really the most important thing. And that's really what a lot of people come to me for is they're so misaligned in what they're doing because they think they should do this, this, and this. But oftentimes the things that they have put aside because they thought it's too big or whatnot, that's exactly what will give them the massive results, what will give them that big shift. In, in really creating that success that they want. And, you know, that's what I use the, rec the records for, is really getting that, the guidance to help them stay on track, to really get them into alignment with what they're here to do, how to make it happen, that is really to their highest and greatest good. So really shifting them into that, into that, into that, on the right path, let's put it like that. Yes, yes. And it's great to have confirmation too from someone else, because sometimes we can feel it, but it's great to have somebody else on the other side saying, you know, yes, this is good. I felt the shift in you. This is why you have to go to Kay because Kay's amazing. And she, I say this all the time. Everybody needs a coach. Mm -hmm. I'm a coach. I still need a coach because we can't see our own stuff. We're too close to it. Right? So we need somebody to help us, give us permission, tell us it's okay. You can do this. You can change it up, do whatever you want. So, and the Akashic records, the, the guidance that she's given me, like I said, she removed something that had been with me for lifetimes. It's affected my whole aura and my spirit and uh, it's, she's amazing. So we're going to have all the links below. I just love Kay. She's amazing. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, you're making me plug. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have all the links below for you to reach out to her. So what would you like to leave the listeners with if they've never had a reading, an Akashic reading? Um, but what would you like to leave them with? It can be anything. What intuitively would you like them to know? If you feel guided to receive that higher guidance, reach out to me. If it feels like, eh, then don't. But if you want to get that really that clear guidance to get into alignment, if you're feeling that something is off, something is not right, something is missing, and you can't put your finger on it, then maybe consider getting a reading. And even if it's not from me, go somewhere else. There are so many amazing people out there. I mean, you want to be cautious too, though, because I mean, you might come across someone that is really trying to bind them to you. Like, you can't, you always got to come to me and you don't want to do that. But, you know, if you feel guided to really get that, guidance around your business, around your life, what you're here to do or whatnot. If this really calls to you what we shared today as I was talking about the records, 
find yourself or someone that can do that for you. Reach out to me if you would like. I'd love to do a reading for you if you don't feel like you know investing a whole lot of money. I do have a reading. It's a five-question reading. It's just $149. And actually, if you don't mind, is it okay if I do a little uh, special for the listeners? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. For anyone listening that would like to get a reading, a five-question reading, I would like to offer you a discount. It's like $50. It's like you just use coupon coupon magic when you check out for, cause the reading is 149. Oh, you're writing it down. <laughs> I have to write, no, I have to write it down because I'm going to give them the link. So I have to write it down for them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just go to my website. It's Kay Sanders, go to products and then look for the five question reading. It's usually 149. But if you feel called to really get that guidance of what you are here to do, your purpose, what's keeping you stuck. I love to gift you that coupon of $50. Like I said, type in magic into the checkout and you get the coupon and you get it for $97. Thanks, Kay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's just for our listeners. So you're, you're the only ones that are going to know this because it's not going to be public anywhere else. So I can't thank you enough for being here. I love what you do. You are so helpful and you're amazing. I just can't thank you enough for being here. So I'm so thankful. So I hope you enjoyed this and we might have Kay on again because there's a lot more we can talk about. Trust me. So um, (laughs) thank you Kay for being here today. I love what you're doing. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you so much too. Okay.